0: Hey, Pride fam, get ready for a brand new episode of Pride the Podcast. Podcast. Featuring special guest, content creator and producer, Patrick Ladonis. So grab yourself a treat and take a little time to hang with Pride.
1: I love when Mariah sounds good. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Shout out to Mariah. Yes. Hello, everyone. This is Pride, the podcast. I am (laughs) Mr. Brayden Bradley and a full supporter of Mariah Carey. (laughs) I
2: am
3: Dorel Anthony and I hate Brayden Bradley. I'm Adam Andrew Rios.
0: And I'm Ashley Mitchell, and
1: I'm going to kick Brayden's ass. Yes! That's my Christmas present from Ashley. (laughs) Shout out to Rehab Entertainment and DNR Studios for having us. And you guys, I'm so excited because we have Patrick Ladonis, filmmaker Mm -hmm. and producer, coming on later. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's going to be a great chat. It's going to be a great chat. I'm really excited to to, to chat with him. black creative. Hello. How's everyone been? How has everyone been this holiday season?
3: I mean, this holiday season's well. kind of like gone by already. Like yeah. next week's Christmas. Well. Last week was Thanksgiving. Like,
2: and right before that was Halloween. So I, you know, yeah. to be honest, I'm, I'm tired. I'm, I'm
1: tired. I'm tired too. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kind of over it. I'm, I'm I hate ready to be for... the Grinch, but yeah,
2: I'm ready for this to be over. I'm ready for. 2022 to bring something different apparently astrology says it's meant to be better i, I hope that it is because i'm just very physically and emotionally tired
1: yeah mm-hmm. so ashley you're on location right now actually you're in texas with I'm... the fam how's it going um, down there
0: it's good i <laughs> i actually just came back from new york because i flew in just for a party oh wow uh, <laughs> You got money. Oh, rich. Rich, right.
3: darling. She's rich.
0: <laughs> Not rich, but blessed.
1: Amen. That's what rich people say. Right. But, um, that's what rich people who go to church say. What? I said that's what rich people who go to church, that's what they say.
0: Um, everybody should go to church if they feel the need to. Okay. But, you
1: know. That's also what rich people say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so,
3: Come on, so why back. were yeah? So you were just in New York. Why, yes. Ashley?
0: My boss, Soledad O'Brien, invited me to her holiday party, and I got a plus one, so I brought my mother. <laughs> 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 to hear live from Texas Come <laughs> <next year. laughs> with well, an update on Soledad O'Brien. Right. <laughs> um, no, it was it was great. Like it was she. I, I had met her via Zoom and I met her once um when I first started working there, but I honestly didn't know who she was because she had her mask on. She just came in and was like, Hey. Mm-hmm. I was like, Hi, you know, I'm Ashley. She <laughs> didn't say I'm so dad. And um then later I realized it was her, but I really hadn't really met her. So she was so nice, so personable. She was a great hostess. Her uh I wouldn't even say apartment, her, her penthouse. Her, her, her her penthouse mm-hmm. was unreal it was definitely like one of the nicest places i've ever been in new york
3: she had the whole floor right
0: yeah she had the mm. whole floor where does she, she live what neighborhood a whole, whole roof deck like
1: what the half
0: basketball court and the trampoline and a full a
1: trampoline what neighborhood thing. you don't have to give her exact address unless you want to she, she, but
0: she keeping it real in Harlem you know what I'm okay, saying okay
1: word mm-hmm. did your mom behave at the party
0: oh yeah my mom is networking and okay um, she might have secured a little spot with Soledad O'Brien to be on Kitchen Island
1: no that's a competitor we don't we don't talk about competitors yeah. on the pod <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. with,
0: Listen, she was very, very sweet, and she was like, "Done and done. I'll absolutely do it." So I was like, "Hey, hey, I have a podcast." <laughs> <laughs>
3: she said, "Oh, honey, I'm sorry. I Get Please. the free one."
0: She said, "Oh, no, sorry, I'm full. I'm busy.
3: I'm booked. <laughs> no."
0: Actually, actually, so the dad said she'll come do our podcast too. So, oh, great. The best. <laughs> Bye.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Adam is quick with it. Um,
0: right. So, <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, we blew in, had a handful of popcorn shrimp, and then peaced out. And then like a <laughs>
3: like a fart in the wind just disappeared. Like a fart in the wind. Mm, no,
0: I stayed there for like three hours. Like, but it was a popping party. And then we came home, and we all put up the Christmas tree, watching um, Friday after next.
2: Mm-hmm. Wait, were people? T- I forgot to ask you why you were here. Were people dancing or twerking at the party?
0: No, it wasn't like that. Damn. Like, it, was it was a classy
1: like, party, Daryl.
0: It was a classy party,
3: mm-hmm,
1: though.
0: I did at one point, I think somebody slipped some brandy in there. And I was like,
3: "Someone!" oh, <laughs> I thought you meant like the drink. I, I was like, like Oh, Ooh. someone spiked the punch. Oh, that's what I thought, oh, too. No. Mm-hmm. But there I was,
1: was like, a Bartender there,
0: and he was making some really strong drinks. Woo! Bartender, did your <laughs> I love
2: that song <laughs> by um, was I was gonna girl.
1: ask, Did Vanita get lit? Teeping,
0: no, I'm talking about she the other one. Oh. I like, obviously. Always, days, always. 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 always, always. Yeah. It was it was it was really nice and it was really special. Definitely one of the top tier parties I've ever been
1: to. Well, I'm glad that you got to go to like a party with like a group of people because now that the Omicron I variant, was... like what the fuck is happening? Because New York right now is in a hotbed. We are in it's, a hot it's, bed. It's it's almost worse than it was back at the beginning of all this stuff
2: today um, they, they, they named the uh the highest thing is
1: 21,000 21,000 people one day- were infected today
3: That's that crazy.
0: crazy.
3: Yeah. And I think the yeah, like it's I don't know. Don't like think I I don't
0: That's yes. what
3: I was trying I don't know because I was talking to someone at the studio at the office today and was just like I don't think New York can afford to shut down again. Nobody like can afford to. It's, and and, I sure the fuck can't.
2: And no, I, I, I was talking to Adam, uh, we were, we were on the train or something, I was like, once again, me and, a, you ain't got shit saved, we said this last time, we were like, next time with some breakdown, we gonna have something saved, and here we are writing the same shit.
3: Well, and it's literally 2019, 2020 all over again, I'm getting laid off in, around winter Christmas time, and it's like, oh my god, I'm now, I'm just like being facetious, but like, you yeah. know.
0: You're like, is this life now? It's just
3: like, it for live. real, I get, I'm get, i good for like a year, almost, and then around like, yeah, winter, it's like, I'm sorry. It is life. <laughs> You're not <of>, asked back. <laughs> right. Oh gosh, just man. go ahead and log off for me.
1: <laughs> In terms of health and safety, New York State has done a good job of everyone getting vaccinated mm-hmm. and hopefully getting boosted. I think it's like over 70% of New York State has been vaccinated already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Yeah. There are obviously proven cases of breakthrough cases for the Omicron variant, Mm -hmm. but it's not everyone going to the hospital or dying or what have you. Right. So I don't know if we will shut down because of that. It's just everyone getting sick. Um, I just don't know.
3: I think this is like the new flu. The new cold season is here like. But you also know? the flu is still here. Oh yeah, cold and flu are still. My my brother-in-law just tested positive for the flu mm-hmm. because yeah. they went because he was feeling sick and he went and got tested. Everything came back negative, but he did test positive for the flu. And so,
2: yeah, you know I mean, that
3: that is still a thing that can be happening. Yeah. But I was reading something on Twitter, you know, recently about how this new variant, while it is a terrible thing and the numbers are really high that it could also be seen as a good thing because now with these new breakthrough cases, people's immunities, immunities, immune systems will, you know, yeah, fi- help fight, you know, fight and... But, but While
1: if, I agree, go ahead, Jerome. No, no, I was just going to say, but
2: people still look at you. I mean, we are still in the place where if you cough or if you sneeze, people are looking at you crazy. I remember that yeah. trip when I took to Texas in November. Yeah, that right. The woman in, uh, on the plane was like, are you sick? Like, people are just like, they don't want to be around anyone who even clears their throat. I had to clear my throat on the train earlier, and I was just like, uh. And I had to clear it like three times because I did like half clears. I said, <clears throat> <clears throat> and then yeah. they, people looked over they said, What's going on? Well, ba- somebody
3: All came that in. Make it worse. Right. Yeah. Someone came into the office today and we're just like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> like hard.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah. Our office manager had to be like, uh, Are you okay? Like, should you go home? But I
0: would
2: say
3: that if COVID didn't
2: exist, because if you're sick, you stay, stay home. Stay your ass at the house. Yeah, just to be clear. Yeah. I would the same.
1: But in, in mm. your I have two things to say. Yeah, so I hope we have like a 45 minute time. We slot don't. So we don't. We've got 30 seconds. Oh. Go. So sorry. Uh the first thing is I forgot. So I'll move on to the second thing. <sighs> That's why I knew um, we didn't have the time. The they said that at the beginning of the original COVID outbreak. It's like, oh your 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 T cells will get immune. Not
3: T cells.
1: They'll get like immune (laughs) immune power or whatever. And that's great that everybody's gonna get sick and have all this like power against COVID, but then it's gonna mutate to something else. Yeah. Like that's what this disease is. It's a mutation. So it's never mutate
0: into Spider Man then?
3: Well, Listen. Well then, that means you have to either be bitten by a spider or somebody's created some sort of freaky thing. Maybe freaky the, deaky
1: in the lab. Maybe the spider started Omicron. <laughs>
0: spider that man was or just Wasn't spider?
1: it like the bat or something? Bitch,
3: um, it, was no, no. it was Vladimir Putin. So it was a well, uh, a pangolin ate bat droppings and someone ate the pangolin and oh. then that's how. It okay, got so it.
1: people should just stop eating bat shit.
3: Well, they didn't well, eat, they the didn't bat, eat shit. bat shit. They ate the, they ate the creature that ate the bat shit. And that's just like chicken, basically.
1: That's I. That that's great. Okay, so y'all saw Spider-Man.
3: <laughs> what a segue. Wow, what a great segue no, that was. I yeah. just don't get it. I mean, I actually way. set him up
2: like she was in volleyball and Brayden missed the Whiffed, No, I always Whiffed. That
3: was a RuPaul's Drag Race, like, but here you go. And oh, that, how's no, your head? Per- that, that was the equivalent of, Brayden, how's your head? I'm pretty sure that I pivoted
1: perfectly.
2: <laughs> no, because you still can answer that one. All right, so listen. No,
1: I was letting the joke land, <laughs> which is the whole point of the joke landing is it <laughs> not landing? <laughs> That's called the joke. <laughs>
2: wow. Okay, so uh, you look good, up no
1: right. Thanks uh, so much. You're welcome. I'm friend. glad this is a podcast.
2: <laughs> yeah. No. Um, <laughs> so you look
3: beautiful enough for radio.
2: No. So let's talk about super. I mean, Spider Man. Um, listen, I think that this was one of the best mar- like listen i know y'all have heard me on this podcast i said it about shang chi and yeah. i and, and eternals but like no for real this was this this is-, this is it
3: yeah this had me feeling the same way i felt about like black panther yeah no i walked yeah. out and was just like yo <laughs> that shit was so fun yeah
2: we were cheering and that like and our uh, people in our theater was cheering and cl- I, actually we went and saw it in harlem and people were like and hollering. it was crazy i've never been in something like yeah. it in my life
1: can y'all tell I me a little to, bit more
0: Do I you went to the um alamo draft house here in texas oh um, fun which was really cool because you know they show all the like pre-spider-man stuff they did a whole like recap of like all this all spider-man the toby Maguire, the andrew garfield and um tom Holland's. so that was really cool and then um there was a guy dressed up as spider-man there and it was really 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 fun like, I heavily enjoyed it, and I was
3: like, I want to see it again, like, now. Spoiler alert. I was just about to say, yeah. like, yeah, so, guys, if you haven't seen it yet, spoiler alert, we I will be discussing it some tings. Right. spoiler,
0: three, two, one.
3: To
2: have all the Spider-Mans come back, to have stop. Tobey Maguire, yeah. Andrew Garfield Why? all come back in if this movie. Ever- then
1: it's not Spider-Man. Why are there three Spider-Men?
3: Because it's... So, the- okay, well... It's unless you, yeah, it unless deals with the multiverse. The, the multiverse. It deals with like a multiverse. I honestly have right. a and headache. And see, this is why we didn't have him come. <laughs> right. So it in just the, doesn't make so sense. So in the
2: multiverse, in any type of comic books, there's always a multiverse, which means that, and people have said this about real life humans as well, that there's always a another version of you that lives somewhere else. So that concept was actually explored in the comic books for years. Um Rick and Morty, uh, Rick and, do Morty it. Do, and 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 they've <laughs> really? never been successfully able to bring that to. Uh, they they kind of had it in Days of Future Past as well, uh, for the X Men. Maybe because it's there. a
0: stupid yeah. and then story. And they have it in the um like the Arrowverse. They have series. it in the
2: Arrowverse series as well. So they do have it out there. Um, obviously, there's many different versions of Batman, and it's a really good way to play homage to all of the different stories of these characters all of the different actors who have played these characters. And I, I think it was a great service movie. And it, it was a very much a fan movie. And the way they did it was outstanding. And just to point out, this is Toby Maguire's first film, I believe, since 2017, I believe I read that, or 2007. I need to double-check that. But really? But this is his first um, feature film back. And he was very nervous because he had kind of like dropped out of the game of acting. And he came in and killed that. But I have to really give hats off. Andrew Garfield... Did some amazing, very subtle work that, as an, an actor, I, I was so blown away by him. And I was really talking. I was like, you better fucking work, Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Let them know. And he did that.
0: I think they all did. Like, all of them brought the tears. All of them brought, like, the drama and, like, really believed, like, what they were saying. And it was, it was very beautifully done. It was very nostalgic. It was funny. It was cheeky. And... I mean, I think they all looked great. They
2: looked great, Do you yeah.
1: think it's going to get any, like, nominations for the Golden Globes or, like, for award season or Maybe for, anymore? like, uh Like, MTV, MTV's and, uh,
0: like and all that stuff and sound, but they won't give any acting awards.
1: I mean. They probably
2: won't give acting, but they, yeah, Ashley's right. They will give creative. I mean, here's the thing. Zendaya being the only person of color um and that i think brings uh well the only person like, like, like the lead ned. ned ned yes but they really folk with zendaya she's you know she's won she's already won golden Globe of things and i know how those award shows they kind of work i can't wait to talk to patrick about that about kind of how if, if you have a name they kind of pick you
1: well it's not being televised this year jamie because
2: fox jamie fox body looked great
3: that naked scene of him looked
1: Oh, wait, oh, okay, I'll yeah. watch, I'll watch, I'll watch, I'll watch, yeah, I'll watch. No,
3: no, no, they yeah. cut it, they cut it for Brayden. No,
1: no, no, um, no. But Brayden, what were you
3: saying about the Golden Globes are not televising it this year?
1: Yeah, I was just, they're not televising this year because of all of, like, the racism, like.
0: How is that the solution?
4: Exactly.
1: Right. <laughs> like, just but, like, because you. Not what we asked
0: just no, because you don't
1: televise it,
0: we should just, you know, not televise it. We're like, no, we want the opportunity to have a seat at the table. Like, I don't understand. Right. They, just they, because
1: you don't televise it doesn't mean you're getting rid of the core issue. I
2: mean, they did right. that with Angie yeah. Mama. They said, oh, we're going to get rid of Angel Mama. And it's like, we told you to stop killing us, not get rid of Syrup. Like, what are you doing? Right. 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 I
0: mean, good that they still did that because it was mad racist. But... For sure. That, that should just be an added bonus That shouldn't be like
1: the main focus I mean I'm kind of sad because I used to like I watch all the award shows and like I spend Every like in Q1 I spend like every Sunday night Per month with champagne And I put on my heels and I watch The red carpet and I watch the <laughs> The award show and I'm, I can't watch The Golden Globes that sucks But I totally understand why they're not going to do it Slash I don't understand why they're not Going to do it but another thing understand. I don't either. But I think it's just all politics and money. They don't, they don't have any advertisers to come in and, and, and yeah, fund. They just th- don't want to deal and,
0: with it. And yeah. yeah they,
1: don't, they don't have any advertisers coming in to fund the airtime because nobody watches it. Because they all know that it's unfair and not inclusive. Moving on. Um, <laughs> I went and saw the new Lucy movie. Mm -hmm. by myself, I walked across the street and went to Sinopolis and watched what's it called, Being the Ricardos with um, Nicole Kidman and I okay, I'm gonna preface this by saying I am biased Um, I love Nicole Kidman she can do no wrong Uh, she
2: can and I can definitely tell you what she can do wrong
1: I know, I know, I know Darrell Darrell Darrell's
2: like, I'll name them I know, and
1: he will, he will but like, I have a connection with Nicole Kidman and my family going way back long um, what? yeah, we know each other. um, but I thought it was kind of fine. I thought it was great. like it How wasn't
0: does she look as Lucy.
1: So the whole point of the movie, though, it's not her as Lucy. It's her as Lucille Ball, the businesswoman, which I didn't oh, okay. which I didn't know going in because I was expecting like, where is the comedy? Where is the grape scene? Where is Vida Vita, Vita Mediman? Where is all this shit? <laughs> it's it's not it's not that. It is Lucille Ball and Ricky Ricardo bringing their production house to the mainstream of I think it's CBS is the the, like main, CBS, yeah. the main network. Right. But it's it's not that. So that was like something that I had to get used to. It's honestly just Nicole Kidman portraying Lucille Ball as a normal businesswoman making it in Hollywood. Okay. Which is not what you get when you watch I Love Lucy.
3: No. No. But this wasn't I Love Lucy. Right. Do you right.
0: think Debra Messing would have done
1: a better job? I do not.
3: Nah. I think Deborah. I think Deborah Messing,
1: Messing, Messing would have done a good job playing Lucy I from I Love Lucy. I like, I think Deborah Messing is an amazing Lucy in I Love Lucy. And I wanted her to be in this show being I Love Lucy. But watching it, it is not i love lucy it is being the right. ricardo's mm-hmm. yeah. and i didn't get that until i watched it and um i thought she did a job i mean great it's gonna job. be a
2: tough oscar season i know her and you know people do have kristen stewart on their lips yeah yeah,
3: she's nominated for the golden globe yeah mm-hmm. i went and watched um wet and wild why did that come to my head um um West Side story yeah a couple weeks ago that? i loved it i balled it was so beautifully done. The music was great. The singing was great. The acting was on point. Like I loved everything about it. A plus for me. Yeah, nice. I can't
1: wait to watch it.
3: Yeah, it's a good little yeah. watch. Um, the girl who plays Anita, Ariana DeBose. Yes. Well, she
1: was also in Prom. Yes. yes. Yep. She replaced Ariana Grande I know. in that role.
0: Anybody who plays Anita, duh, yeah, duh. like it so to it's, be like an amazing actress in order to do that. Yeah,
3: the America I mean, song, also like
1: not really. Like you can like ha- be like a normal actress and just to get that role, you're set.
3: I think well that you need to be able to act the hell out of it because
0: of, I mean you it's, you know. it's not that hard to be. But
1: country. it's Bring more it. <laughs> right. Shut up. It's more of a dancing. <laughs>
0: you're uplifting women of color. Okay.
1: Okay, great, love it. They were
3: great. Mm mm-hmm. it's. Said. Yeah, fuck Nicole Gibbons. She's as bland as Miracle Whip. She is. She tastes like Miracle Whip. But yeah, no, the dancing, like, oh my god, she was a phenomenal dancer, and the dance numbers were just like. So I gave gave Adam a little bit.
2: I gave Adam a little tidbit. So Ariana DeBose actually has she replaced Ariana Grande. In the prom, because Ariana Grande had to drop out, and then she also—it was rumored that Ariana Grande was going to be given the role of Anita. I don't know why, because she's not whatever. But then Ariana, yeah, Ariana's she's the, Linda. yeah <laughs> now she's. Linda, if anything so. I would
3: have seen her as Nina. I mean, she didn't but... need to be in it anyway because she's not whatever. Um, but Maria, not Nina. Sorry, <laughs> that yeah, wrong that's musical. Nina Heist. Wow, I think Nina. But Heist. Wow. well, right. But there was a there were some things that I was like, wow, this. Sounds like didn't they the have ice.
2: a they had a, a a trans non-binary person or something play one of the a boys one of the Ooh. jets one of the jets yeah
3: yeah because now yeah. I, f- I found out that it was the movie was blocked in four countries because of it oh Jesus and they yeah the way they, uh, they the way they handled it was very I thought in my opinion was very well done it was just like. There was It wasn't, like, a thing, you know? Well, it
2: shouldn't be a thing, and we definitely need to normalize that. I mean, yeah, and I think changing.
3: They did a good job doing that.
2: And, I listen, when we come back from this break.
3: We should jet.
2: We should jet. <laughs> that was good. We should jet and come back from this break. And I want to talk to Patrick Ladonis about everything that's going on in Hollywood and all the injustices and kind of get his thoughts on it. So, everyone, grab your drink, and we'll be right back.
3: pride fam we at pride the podcast want to wish you a happy holiday season
0: remember to spread the joy and live out loud be sure to like
2: follow and subscribe to pride the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts
1: and don't forget our merch which make great holiday gifts so go to DNRstudios.com to check it all out
0: happy holidays with pride
2: Welcome back, everyone. Hi, Hi guys. I am so excited to introduce our next guest. We met at the Capital City Web Awards in 2019. We have producer and filmmaker Patrick Ladonis.
1: Hey,
4: Patrick. Hey, everyone.
2: I'm so glad that you're here. We've been trying to make this happen for a while.
4: I know, right? It's like, just... What is my problem? I'm so glad to be here. <laughs> <I don't know.
2: laughs> well, listen, you finally made it, and it's better late than never. I hear that's what they say. So, Patrick, tell us, where are you at right now? We're obviously in New York, and Ashley's in Texas. Where are you at right now?
4: Yeah, I am in the ATL.
2: I know, is... that's right. Ooh.
0: Ooh, Atlanta, Hot (laughs)
3: Atlanta. No, no one says that. That is no people. Everyone says that.
4: that. (laughs) that.
1: Adam (laughs) is a hater.
3: No, I was quoting Drag Race. Okay,
4: okay. (laughs) Wow,
1: why
3: don't you like let people
1: know when you do that next time? That's Adam's (laughs)
2: absolutely insane. Uh, Patrick, question: How are things? because, um, you know, obviously COVID's on the rise. We were just talking about that in our hot topics in the first segment. COVID is on the rise. Things are getting pretty crazy. So how is it going in Atlanta right now um, with the numbers? Because in New York, we're at our highest number of, I believe it's 21,000 in one day. So how's it going for you in Atlanta?
4: Oh, that's a great question. I I don't know. Well, when I think about Atlanta, Atlanta because Atlanta is a red state. Not to get super political. Yeah, it's as if a lot of the people are in denial mm-hmm. about the Omicron or just COVID. So uh, I mainly stay around, my, you know, my home. Mm-hmm. Uh, my going out, but when I have gone out, just to even pick up food. Yeah, people are just walking around like like it's twenty nineteen. Right. So, right. Uh, I think that we'll probably be in this very long sequel for about another year. Yeah, well, that's what we said
1: last year um (laughs) yeah yeah, we're 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 all from texas and when and durell and i have visited ashley's obviously in texas right now when we have visited it's kind of the same thing it's like no one really takes it seriously they're going into you know walmart or whatever gun store they have and no mask no nothing just like whatever i
3: was telling my nieces that like in order to you know use or use go to restaurants, movie theaters, anything like that, like you have to provide proof of vaccination and they were just like shocked. Could yeah. not believe that that was like something I that that needed to happen.
0: Since I've been here in Texas.
3: That's wild. Wow.
2: Yeah, it's, wow. it's 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 a little bit crazy. I mean, do you think uh Patrick that this is going to lead to more shutdowns or more restrictions or do you feel that like you said with Atlanta, everyone's just going to continue going because I know you know the point I'm getting to. This has really affected the entertainment business, um, and so do you think that this is going to continue and continue to have an effect for independent filmmakers like yourself?
4: Uh, I think it. I think it will because it's almost like I can't think of what the. Uh, it's. A, and I hate to be super graphic, but it's like passing around an STD. Like correct. As people are ignoring it. It just keeps spreading and multiplying and becoming something else. Yeah. You have a lot of people who are just resistant to wanting to get the vaccination and you know do right. I think as an independent creative filmmaker like myself and for others, it is it's very challenging. Yeah. But you know, we shot season three of scales at the height of COVID last yeah. mm. July of 2020, I believe. And we just had to, it was a lot of work. We had to cut the crew size. We had to um, wear a mask. We did temperature checks. It was extremely difficult and it made the process really long. But I think that if it continues to be like this, it will make it incredibly hard for for independents like myself, they don't have the big, big, big budgets. Right. And he's absolutely yeah. right. I
2: mean, that's part of, you know, with Pride of Series, when we're, you know, being on hold like we are, it's like it's very, very difficult to come back in because it's like, you you know, the testing and everything like that, like to get back into it and, and spreading out your film. I was talking to Anthony Anderson um, from Anacostia the other day, and he was speaking about how many breaks they had to take in between shooting just to... You know, get their project done, and it's it's very very difficult. And moving forward, you know, it's going to really put a hindrance on independent filmmakers.
1: So, Patrick, you brought up Scales. So, for our listeners who may not know or who aren't familiar with the show, can you just give us like a little synopsis of the show?
4: Sure. Scales in its third season, it follows uh, Remy Howard, who's your sort of central uh, protagonist, and his two best friends trying to balance love, friendships, and everything in between. Um, It really asks, you make yourself ask the question, you get on a scale to balance your weight and Mm -hmm. it weighs food and all of that good stuff. But the one thing that you can't really weigh is your heart. Because it causes a lot of things and that's what scales is birthed out of.
0: Where did you come up with scales? Like, is it like art imitating life or?
4: Now see Ashley, I have so my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, skills is a a little, it's loosely based upon like a little bit of the my adventures when I was single back in the day and just stories from friends. You know, as a writer, it's you know, when friends tell me stories, I'm like, oh, that, that didn't really happen. Then, like, it really happened. I'm like, oh, let me write this down. Right. me you know, right. tell you that it, it becomes a part of the story. So, there is definitely some realistic characters, and the Dr. Sean character and the Ron character are loosely based off of people that I have personally come in contact through the years. Are they have pissed these, at you?
3: I was gonna say, have these people like watched and been like, hold up, now? That's, this bitch talking about me
4: <laughs> the dr sean character has because i for whatever reason i think it was i didn't maybe edit the script and there was just something that dr sean said and that person knew he was like patrick really this is i was like Dude, this was a hundred years ago let it go it's it's a great moment let, let's let it go. So that, but that was it. The person that played Ron I mean the Ron character didn't it didn't even come up in a conversation. But the Dr.
2: Sean <laughs> I mean, you know, the best stories are told from you know, Truth. experiences, And be, I mean, that's yeah. how anyone should, should tell stories. Uh, so Patrick, something that I noticed interesting about you, which I think is super cool, Joel Schumacher, you're a huge fan and that was one of your first roles that you did. So talk to us, like, uh, A Time to Kill's amazing movie, by the way. And I really yeah. think a lot of people should be watching that movie, especially with what's going on today. Like, it's, it's really, it feels like it was so long ago, but it's so relevant. So talk to us about that a little bit. Then I have a, trifling question to ask you about joel schumacher as well
4: all right well i will tell you uh the late joel the late joel schumacher was extremely important to me at the time because i was a teenager when i was in the movie a time to kill Mm -hmm. and not to date myself well i don't even care because i look good for my age i know that's right I I i was going to get my driver's license and i he saw me in the dmv line and what people don't know is it was Joel Schumacher, who walked me over, he walked me over to casting and said, this is who I want to have this role in the film. And the person that signed the papers and called my mom for her to come over was Octavia Spencer. Stop. (gasps) Stop. People don't know she was in casting. Um, Wow. That's awesome.
2: That's an amazing story. See,
1: people. We should go to DMV more.
2: We should, but right. you know, I don't. I can't be. I can't do it. Uh, but I mean, Patrick, you—that is such an amazing story. And you know, the question I had about Joel Schumacher is: Do you think that his? Do you think he ruined the Batman franchise originally, or do you think that um, he did a great job taking over for Tim Burton? That's just my personal question. I want to ask.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
4: um I won't say he ruined it I'll I mean you know that's the thing you know as a creative you often you sometimes want to give the criticism of another creative but you don't know what the vision of that person was thinking Mm -hmm. there were some parts of Joel Schumacher in Batman's work that I did like Mm -hmm. and then there were some that I didn't I was like what is this so it's kind of like I'm Tim Burton, to me, hands down, I I love the darker side of the story of Batman that Tim Burton did. Right. And there were little elements of what Joel Schumacher did that I did appreciate. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Joel Schumacher, the late Joel Schumacher, identified as bisexual. And I think the costumes were a little bit kind of like oof in your face. So maybe that was his little salute to, like, check out Batman and Robin and see what you can't
3: see. I see, look, I'm right. a fan of, like, th- you know, his Batmans. Like, I like them. They're some of my favorite ones. Obviously, you know, Batman Return, is that what we were Batman just watching? is Returns, yeah. Is my, what, you know, my favorite. But... I don't know. I'm They're a all fan. quotable. Listen, all four, all four
2: original movies are quotable, and I think that's what's very interesting. You know, we talk about movies all the time, like that make those cultural impacts, and we're like, oh yeah, it sucked, and it didn't stay true to comics, but people, it's a quote, people now. can quote. The hell out of Uma Thurman, the hell out of yeah. Alicia Silverstone, Jim Carrey—like you can quote all of those movies, like mm-hmm. with their characters. Not Nicole Kidman though, because she shouldn't have been in that movie. But I digress. Whoa, 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 whoa! Don't, don't be getting on my girl. Don't be getting <laughs> on my girl. Not like Here's the thing: I don't like Nicole Kidman because of that movie. But Nicole Kidman is an amazing actress, and she's done great work since then. That I can absolutely go out and say she has done great work, and I think that it's not her fault that they stuck her in that movie based off of her name and just made her a know nothing character because i'm so loyal to the comics and i'm just like dr chase meridian didn't need to be in that
3: well it's a good thing that you felt this way because nicole's in the room right now nicole can you hear us <laughs> oh, oh nicole
1: come on
2: out <laughs> we were just talking about lucy earlier great
3: <laughs> oh yeah brayden you went and saw that yeah patrick how do you
1: what do you think about nicole, <laughs> nicole that's the one.
4: So, I I I love Nicole Kidman. I mean, I've been a fan of hers now. What's excluding the Batman, but like the other. I love that. The undoing that came out a few months the- ago. I mean, brilliant movie. Like. She usually picks and um, what's the movie? The miniseries that was on HBO, "Dirty Little Secrets" or "Liars," "Big or Little Lies,", Lies. Big, "Big Little, Little Lies. Lies." Wow, like "Dirty Little Secrets." Really, really good. In that. <laughs> eyes wide shut. I really liked her in that too. Ooh, so she, she mixes it up. I mean, but that was probably definitely not a good. That wasn't a good fit for her, I didn't
3: Rabbit cry. Hole, right? That was yes, another one. Rabbit Hole. Yeah. Patrick, I
1: don't know if you're like accepting ideas, like pitch ideas for like new stories or like, I don't know what's like the vibe here, but like, I think <laughs> that you should like write a story and like Nicole Kidman could be, I don't know, like my mom, like if you wanted to cast me in a show or she could be like my aunt or like a big sister or something. Mm. Uh, what you think?
0: Brain's just pitching himself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Brain is pitching. So was, I'm just looking at him. To, just... I'm trying to be like really subtle about it, but like, okay.
4: Brain, you know what we should do? And I, I, this has been like haunting me for a couple of weeks Uh-oh. is that we should write a follow up script of Tu long food thanks for everything julie newmar and nicole kidman could play the role that stalker channing had and what if patrick swayze's character had a son that we didn't know about and now it's like him like a new generation of thing with the aunts Wesley Snipe. so like that's been bubbling in my head so knows, you know go ahead mm,
3: you heard but, it,
2: heard, you've heard it here you've heard it here first I, I honestly don't know what to say because Brayden and Adam and I used to call ourselves Chi-Chi, Naxima, and do. We still do. Yeah. We have and-
1: a three-way group chat that's called Wong
3: Fu. Yeah.
2: So <laughs> I am honored that you are excited to bring us on because- So I- when do we start? Well, I
3: don't know if he was saying all that. No, but- he did.
1: I, that's, <laughs> what I, that's
2: what, <laughs> that's I, what I heard. <laughs> um, but you know what? That's actually a good segue, Patrick, to a question I have, you know, you and I both being creatives. Do you feel it's a lot harder for black creatives? Um, to, to get work out there. Because, you know, for instance, Pose, this, you know, Pose was on the air for three years. Uh, Stephen Canals famously talked about how long it took him to get that into development. And he uh, famously actually did an interview, I believe it was with The Hollywood Reporter. I need to double-check that. But he did an interview where he said that it wasn't until he got the names of white men, being Ryan Murphy and Brad Falchok, slapped onto it, that they were able to get the show picked up. Mm. Do you feel that that is something that all Black creators if we're not Tyler Perry, have to do? Or do you think that the industry is getting a little bit better in terms of accepting our work and wanting to hear our stories?
4: Wow, Darrell, that was a Oprah slash Barbara Walters. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tight question.
2: And, um, it was, and just so you know, it wasn't even one of the questions I had written down, but I thought I should come to you.
4: <laughs> I think it, it, it's, it's, in all honesty, it's a little bit of both. I think that... We've made some progress, but it's still not enough. I right. think that it's unfortunate that the sort of like the the standards continue to keep pushing further and further the finish line for us. Yeah. Mm. And it's unfortunate that you have to sort of get the other backing from people who aren't, you know, black and brown people. But I mean I it's like I understand it because that's the game that Hollywood has has set yeah I don't agree I don't agree I don't really agree to it but I I sort of have to like respectfully Disagree, but accept the BS that comes with the game of Hollywood and how it how it plays out. So, yeah, right. And they took,
2: actually put um, just one quick thing. They actually put Kate Mara and James Vanderbeek um, and Evan Peters in the first season of Pose to like make people watch it, and then took them out because they were never intending to keep them. They were like, we only use that as a face to honestly have make white people, people watch it and have other people, you know, want to watch it. Mm-hmm.
3: And, and I also them, feel know. like they were there because it helps make them feel comfortable.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's you exactly know? why.
3: And it's, it's just like a,
1: whatever. <laughs>
4: in
1: In our first segment, Patrick, we were talking about the um, Golden Glows who, they just like announced their new nominations and what have you. And they also announced that they're not being televised this year because of all the criticism of not being inclusive and not supporting the black community enough in entertainment. So curious to know if you agree with their, Decision, I guess, to not televise the Golden Globes this year?
4: Um, I I, I feel like that's a cop-out. I mean, let's be honest, no mm-hmm. one really watches that anymore anyway. Like right. the ratings <laughs> have been going down for years. Mm-hmm. So it's probably just saving them money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's a great call-out for people to question some things mm-hmm. about the academy, the voting panel and whatnot. Um, I just think that. It's, it's sort of exhausting. It and, is. Uh, it sort of is. Because like, yeah. I feel like we're continuing to have the same conversation. Like we were talking yeah. about A Time to Kill, which came out 25 years yeah. ago, dealing with racial relationships. Yeah. And I mean, it's like times 10, 2021. So yeah. it's, it's just, it's, it's exhausting. I, I, I mean, I will say we have to continue to hold people accountable and just hopefully we'll come to a place of where there's real inclusion and respect for the art and not for the sake of checking a box, per se. Well, it's good you
2: talk about the the art and and what Braden was saying about um, award shows because I don't know if you're aware at the daytime Emmys recently made an announcement two days ago that they are no longer going to be having the digital series category. That category is being erased, the category that we created. And now... They are pushing it to prime time to compete against such shows as Insecure, um, Succession, any of those shows. Do you think that Hollywood is now trying to push independent filmmakers and creators out? Because to me, like you were talking about earlier about these big budgets, it's like we don't have those budgets to compete against that. Do we have heart in our stories? Do we have hard work and sweat and blood and tears? Absolutely. And talent. But talent, but that mm-hmm. doesn't but that won't matter to them because I feel like it's a popularity contest. But do you think that they're trying to push us out of Hollywood so to speak or stop independent filmmakers?
4: Uh I will say personally I was pissed when I saw that and when I read that like I yeah. did because I I mean I I have submitted scales before for the times and we got like to the pre-nominated round or what have you mm-hmm. uh, I was disappointed I think what we have to do as independents and this is where other creatives that may have the connections to Issa Ray need to lean on her and people need to band together and call people out for that yeah that's you know, bullshit like, it's bullshit that's where you know Issa got her start off of YouTube right yeah. right, right. You know, James Bland with Giants that yep. was on you know YouTube, then it was on Issa's channel and whatnot. So that really pissed me off. I'm still not fully, I, I st- I'm still in my feelings about
2: this. <laughs> uh, a, a bunch of people. Yeah. My, my phone rang off the hook, Patrick, when that happened. And they had a um, meeting that they asked everyone to come to, I believe it was two days ago. Um, and mm-hmm. it was to listen, you know, on the Zoom, they were like, oh, please come to this meeting if you have any feedback. But they sent the feedback out, I mean, they sent the Zoom link out like at, like an hour or so before. So I was talking to Anthony Andrews, and he was like, "No one knew about this." He said, "You can't just say you're going to make a change and basically say, well, if y'all don't show up, we're just going to move forward.'" And it's like you kind of put people in a shitty position. Like, and it, it it was it was yeah. it was really fucked up. And what a, was a this organization? Of, the uh, Natus, the daytime Emmy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go ahead,
1: Ash.
0: No, I was saying, do you think that some of these decisions are based off of, like, COVID? Like, I know that people are trying to cut corners everywhere and and uh, shave things off, mm-hmm. and so do you think that that is the reason, because of COVID, or... Or and so they have to make more money with bigger names rather than like putting stock into like the little people.
4: Mm, you know what I mean? mm-hmm. Actually, I, I disagree to a point of people using that. I feel mm-hmm. like people be using like I just moved into my house uh, a few weeks ago, and you know I remember the builder was like, "Oh well, because of COVID, because of COVID, you can get that shit." You know what that stuff is. Yeah. You know, like yeah, those <laughs> kids are right. Over, like let's stop saying because of COVID, because of COVID. Some of the best material and programs have come from the independent yep. we create better than some of the shit that's even on tv shows 100 I, I find myself amazed watching stuff like this is on tv this isn't even funny it's not even good yeah, yeah so, so yeah I, I i feel like COVID is their easy way cop out but 100%. i really think there needs to, just like how we band together for, like, injustices that happen, which are very important to all of us, you know, p- police brutality and just yeah. systemic racism. I do think that we need to come together and really hold these, like, networks and stuff accountable for trying to change the rules that's having a greater impact Yeah. On us creatives, yeah. probably the big network people probably still our ideas low key still our ideas they definitely oh, still the, they
2: absolutely still the idea i mean actually to just I mean, comment on what you were saying to be 100% they absolutely are using it as an excuse because i remember being at the daytime emmys a few years back and a couple of um A couple of publicists that worked for NBC and CBS were upset because they were like, we can't get our people on the red carpets because all of these digital series and web series, at the time they were calling this web series, all these web series people are here. And so they definitely felt like we were taking time away from them, getting their people on on the carpet. One of them, I mean, there was one time Brad Bell, um, famous for Bold and the Beautiful and Young and the Restless, was literally standing like right behind me. And I was about to go into the car, but actually it was me and you together was like one of the first ones we did together and they were like, can he go in front of y'all please? Like, you know, he's who he is. He's, he needs to go ahead. And I was like, I mean, okay. I mean, we're all in line, but if that helps, sure. So I definitely <laughs> think it's one of those, like, y'all don't belong here at this point.
4: Well, we actually belong not only on the carpet, but in the, in the writer's room as a person who mm-hmm. grew up watching daytime soaps, they could use some independent creators in those writer's rooms to help huh. them out some of those stories that they're telling today. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I was just leave it at that. These daytime folks say, some of those stories, uh, <laughs> you know, they could use some help. <laughs> <the world>. Agree.
1: <laughs> so Patrick, you you were saying that you like think we should ch- we should change it we should stand up what does that look like though like what do we what do we do in order to like change the industry like we can sit here a- around this table and talk about how it sucks all day long but like what can we do
4: I feel like so much of it has to be from you know even no, uh, this is somewhat controversial for some people. I think those influencers... I this think- is the perfect platform to be controversial. We're about it. <laughs> yeah, Call it this out. Is great, this is a great platform for influencers. Rather than them trying to jump on a cameo on the Kardashians or something like that, they need to realize that the community that made them who they were were everyday people like us. Like it wasn't, it, it, we were the one that put you on, not Brad Pitt or Julia Roberts. Yeah. Robert. yeah the right. In their homes that put you on. And so I think it starts from like that grassroots kind of campaign to kind of get people to band together. I think at times too, we find ourselves competing with our competing with 100%. each other. 100%. That's and so everybody. true. Mm. And I think that hinders us to a degree too. So yeah. I mean, I, I, we just got to start helping each other. Like when Anthony premiered the Anacostia uh, season six trailer, like I hyped that up on both of my uh, mm-hmm. platforms, social media platforms. It was like, now this is how you do a trailer. Yes. I have a show, but right now I'm not doing my show. So why not try to pay it for and get the people that may follow me to check out his content. So it's just like being my person's keeper is so important. Like, let's just try to help each other out across the board. Yeah, and I I think it's
2: it's so difficult, you know, with, you know, I talked to Anthony about this as well, with us being on the, we're over here on the East Coast, you know, and a lot of it takes place, especially with the awards and everything, on the West Coast, so there's a lot of parties and events, because a lot of it's shaking hands and kissing ass, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, And, you know, it's very hard. If you're not on the West Coast to do those things, you're kind of like, well, I mean, this, you know, I have to do what I can on this coast. So I think that's very important. And like you said, support all the way around is exactly what we need to do. I love that. So, Patrick, listen, you have to come back to us and talk more because I love little gossip. Wait, before we let stuff. you go, what,
1: what, what's next? Like, what's going on with Scales? Like, hello? like, Or, or Ooh, even if it's not Brighton, Scales. Brayden
2: wants to know, are you casting? Yeah, hello,
1: <laughs> I was just gonna like, <laughs> can I send you my headshot and resume and like stuff like that? But also, if it's not Scales, what's, what's going on in your world?
4: I will tell you, um, I just talked to the director and the producer for Scales, and we're going to start having our run through for season four. We're going to start filming season four, actually, um, the end of this month. Uh, Wow. We are season five. It's going to be the last season for Scales. Mm -hmm. But uh, I plan to get those two seasons pushed out. And then I've written a comedy called Spades. Oh, I love um, that. You've probably heard it about. Sp- spades stands for single people are dating everybody stupid.
1: Shit. So <laughs> I guess I'll be the lead uh, in that.
4: Right. We're, we're gonna start actually casting for that. The the intent is to cast for it next summer. Okay. okay so that we can start to film it because I really want to get scales complete so that i can focus on on okay well
0: let us know when we should send in our headshot and resume
1: hello i'm available
4: (laughs) i'll be i'll be posting it everywhere for auditions
1: that's awesome
2: patrick it's been so lovely talking to you and as i said please come back and like let's talk more and continue to do what you said and try to change the uh the industry the best way we can because it's up to people like yourselves people like anthony people we're, we're trailblazers and I am so proud of all the work you're done and I'm so glad that you were able to come play with us on the podcast.
4: Yes. Thank you. I appreciate it. And hey, k- kudos to you all for having creating this platform. This is how you do it. You create your own and you're building that community. So I appreciate just the invite and just being able to come play in you all's space as well. So yeah. Thank you so much. One, two, and three on YouTube. Yes, I was going to say, please Mm -hmm. let us know where,
2: let our listeners know where they can find you on social media. And again, if you can repeat where they can find all the seasons of Scales currently.
4: Sure. Uh, You can find me on Instagram. I am Patrick Ladonis. That is who I am. And if you want to follow the show, it's Scales the Series on um instagram and you can catch up and watch seasons one two and three on youtube and each episode is about eight to nine minutes to short form content and uh yeah each season it got better and better so check us out amazing yes congratulations patrick
2: on everything and we look forward to talking to you more soon
4: all right sounds good take care take man. care bye, patrick.
2: Yeah, be Thank safe patrick.
0: bye, bye. 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 Have you been wondering how Pride the Series created Pride the Podcast? Well, the T is out. We use Anchor, the podcasting app that believes everyone should be able to have their voice heard. With tools that are really easy to use like distribution and monetization elements, Anchor puts creators first. For more information, check out anchor.fm. That's anchor.fm.
3: I love Christmas music. That was "Glow" by Kelly Clarkson and Chris Stapleton. Yes, it's Go so stream good. it wherever you listen to music.
2: Kelly's
1: Shout out to our that. Republicans. Damn. Wow! Who else
0: came out with um, Christmas albums this year besides Kelly?
1: Chris mm. and with, uh, and I think Carrie Underwood did a new little album. Did Idina
0: come out with one or so? Uh,
1: maybe. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, Countess Luann. Countess Luann definitely did.
3: <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's anyway, that's that oh od. Yes, yeah. I was just gonna say thank you so much, Patrick, for joining us. We'll have to have him on again next time, and you know, talk all hot yes. topics. Yeah, sure,
0: especially when Scale Season Four comes out.
3: Absolutely, yes. and you can stream Seasons One through Three on YouTube. So go check that out, guys. I know. I can't wait to be cast.
1: Well, right, well, I want to
0: be in. Um, what was the name of his new show? Scales.
1: No spades. No. Spades. <laughs> spades. I'm just but, kidding. But why is it as soon oh, as he
0: said what? as soon
2: as he said spades, I immediately wanted to play.
1: I was All triggered. Right. I thought that's what the whole basis of the show I, was. Was
3: I was kind of hoping wrong. so. Should
0: be a movie.
1: No, it really.
3: Wait, what spades. if it would if if... be like a horror movie? Yeah, people like a die. Thriller? People what die if
1: we do movies. that? We. What I if we do that? Okay.
0: Uh, like a best man type, like black movie called Spades, and like the
1: killer <laughs> uses a spade to kill everyone.
0: Like Gambit. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. I don't know what a Gambit tool is, but I know what a spade tool don't is. Don't
2: know who superheroes and comics. He he doesn't. So Gambit is from X Men.
1: Great. Yeah. That's great. Don't so try to say let it go, girl. That's but... Great. But yeah, like, like spade, know. you know, like the spade, the garden tool, and also spades, the card game. It could be like a nice little combination, right? Oh, y'all got it. Okay, you got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We got, got
3: it. it. Got it. yeah, got yeah.
0: It.
1: yeah. great. Um, so, our listeners,
3: please don't steal that idea. Copyrighted.
0: As a 12, now. 17, 21. I've already copywritten it, so don't
1: even try. It. <laughs> we, we just got the approval right now from the federal. And
3: the email just came in.
2: <laughs> Thank you so much. I love it. Listen, this has really been fun. I'm so glad that we got to get back together and just have a good old fashioned key kit.
3: I know Ashley's been missing. She's been MIA for a little Not bit. Not really.
2: Ashley's been making cameos. No, like she's, she's been on, on yeah.
3: location. Oh, no, I know. But she has been making Like, I don't know where she's at. Like, she
2: been making cameos though, like she's like one of those characters and in insecure to just pop up every once in a bit, right?
1: Yo, y'all are y'all watching? Y'all caught up? I watched it yes. today at work, Ashley and
2: I, <laughs> yeah. We watched it together. It's, I
1: want Lauren. I mean, they got
2: two, sure, they okay. got two episodes left. And I'm like, what y'all gonna do? I do think they're, the last episode either needs to be longer or they're gonna have to do like a time jump. Or people are gonna hate it like they do every episode, uh, every um, HBO, HBO finale. Know how to end
1: their or they may, they may come through with a movie. I need
0: insecure need one more season i think
1: i think they're going to come through with a movie after the series wraps to Issa
2: kind say of... Issa say she is completely done with insecure and that's it for her well, i liked... I've said that a
1: long time about pride but here i am i really no, like you <laughs> ain't got nothing else going on though you sis. ain't got
2: nothing else going on she actually has a career
1: <laughs> me yeah you're talking about me no Nar, no, oh, no,
3: great. no no great. no, no you, um, you're available I, I really liked though that like you know we got to see all these like different versions of the future and I feel really. like at, at some point, they're going to pick one. I agree. Yeah. And then we're going in that route yeah. for these last two episodes.
0: So, are y'all team Nathan or team... Um, what's the other one's name? Lawrence. I almost said Daniel.
3: I, I, <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, I'm, team, man, team, I'm, team, I'm Daniel. team Daniel. Um, I'm team Nathaniel. No. Or is know. it Nathan? Nathan, Nathaniel? Mm-hmm.
0: Whatever. Nathan.
2: Yeah. I'm team Issa this is no. going to be crazy, but I'm Team Issa by herself because I okay, think that yeah. I think that Issa I, needs I love to, that I think Issa is one of those characters that she doesn't necessarily need a man, and at least we not forget she did cheat on Lawrence. And I think that she isn't she needs to have a better relationship with herself and be confident in her career before she can be with a man. And I don't think a man is in her future. And, I and think she when
1: she is that, she's going to find a man that's better than Lawrence, that's better than Nathan.
3: Yeah. I agree with you, Daryl. No, I like that. But if you had to pick, because that was the game. Yeah,
1: (laughs) Y'all know I love. I mean,
3: you all pick big, and
2: he's dead now. And also, Mm -hmm. doing some things on the side, he probably shouldn't be doing.
3: Right. Chris Noth gotten some hot water. Yeah, And just like that. Ooh. (laughs) I
2: mean, Dude. listen, I'm, ga- I'm going to be honest. So I read the actual stories of the women who came forward. it. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the women said, you know, she consented to going back to his home. Um, and then when she got there, he did some things in the bedroom that she didn't really like, which, um, you know, was sexual assault. And then um, oh that is what she labeled it as. Um, and then the other woman said that she felt that like she was kind of, propositioned to do something that she didn't want to do. And then actually another actress today, her name is Zoe um, Jones. She came out and she was just like, she filmed the episode with him on Law and Order when he was doing that show. And he was taking drinks of his beer from under the table. And then he walked up and he sniffed her hair and neck and told her, you smell good. And then she just now came forward how she felt uncomfortable. So, I, I mean, listen, there is something, obviously with these old men in Hollywood and, you know, most recently jeff garland uh who plays the father in the goldbergs he just quit after an H- hr investigation about him talking inappropriately on set and touching people inappropriately he said as a comedian he will not be apologizing because he was like people need to know it's joking obviously i don't take it serious but like now we are in a place where people are like you know w- women and men i've heard from both sides feel they can't joke they can't say anything they can't do anything because people will get uncomfortable great
1: then just do the work
3: Right, um,
0: right. I have a, a whole generation away.
3: No, fully. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I have over.
3: a a question and I mean it might be silly or whatever, but in these, you know, in these times, I just want to know. So, I have an like a coworker and he like just smells good. Oh, okay. No. no. Uh-huh. Yeah, he like when he walks by, I can smell his scent. Uh-huh. And it's like, oh, that is so good. But I I'm like low key afraid to be like, "Hey, you smell nice." Like cuz I don't want him to be like well, you don't have to well, say that. You, you can don't just say, say your No, cologne. okay, right. yeah, like, that's pretty. I don't, I don't know. You be like, oh, what are you wearing?
0: Mm, like, what mm-hmm. what what cologne are you wearing?
1: And
0: then you know, and you can address like, hey, hey man, Sure, right. sure, yeah. I mean, that was a pretty and easy like, like, solve. Oh, it <laughs> really good, you
2: know. <laughs> but while while Braden just said, I don't know if the listeners heard him that he said that it was a pretty easy solve. It's actually not because in the sexual assault training um, that taking it work it is a thing like some, he could be like, don't ask me how I smell. It could be offensive. Even if Adam words it as, oh, what are you wearing? He could be like, why are you asking? And then it could, it could lead to some weird tension. I mean, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think weird. he'd be crazy like that. No, but, but still some
0: people. I, yeah. yeah.
2: Go ahead, Ashley. Sorry. No,
0: I was going to say, I do think there is obviously it's a fine line, but there is a fine line between like casual conversation. Like obviously we're talking about like cologne and stuff. And it and it going into like you're making me uncomfortable. It's like right should be able to like have a casual conversation about cologne, but I can understand how maybe possibly that could be misinterpreted. But like you know, there I think it's each situation is like different.
2: Yeah, and you have Mm -hmm. to
0: treat situation differently. You can't group them all together.
2: Yeah, and tea? I think that's our problem now. I think a lot of situations are being grouped together. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, a lot of romances and a lot of, because um, I, I don't want people to forget, a lot of romances and a lot of people being married, they do happen at work. They do happen at church because a lot of people spend most of their time either at work or at church or some kind of social situation away from home unless you're dealing with COVID. And so a lot of times when you find someone that you're interested in or attracted to it that reciprocate those feelings, it is at work. So... Yeah. I mean, I have several of my co-workers who are married to their significant other and they found them at work. So I think it is a little bit crazy for us not to think that that's possible. Now, harassment is the fine line. Like, if someone right. tells you I'm not interested, you don't continue pursuing it. Right. I don't I, some...
1: think asking someone what cologne they wear is harassment.
3: Okay. But we might not think that, but they may interpret it. In the,
1: I, I understand that. Yeah. And I understand so that's that. why
3: I was like, I don't. I mean, obviously you know, he and I have a good rapport and we're, you know, we, we can talk easily, but I, you know, I had a lady. don't want to make him feel uncomfortable I,
2: being like, I
0: want to be careful
2: yeah We're, and because also I think what comes to that we are gay men as well and trying to have a conversation I'm assuming this guy might be straight but ha- I don't think so
3: Honestly, I didn't want to assume anything
1: it's just so hard to be a human these days it's, it's like so I hard. don't know what to do a lady like, I don't and, know what to do I'm just going to be silent stop. wear by, a mask I don't know Well, I become a monk I, I was at Taco Bell
2: earlier and this lady was the um, the cashier and I got my food, and she said, "I'm so sorry. I want to ask you a question. Please don't take it offensively. I just want to know, what did you get your nails done?" And I was like, "Oh, uptown, blah blah." And I was like, "That's not offensive." And she's like, "No. I mean, I just didn't want to bother you, or like." And she was so nervous, trying to over explain to me. Simple question of where did I get my nails done? And I was like, "Girl, uptown, what, uh, uh, Danny's nails, one fifty yeah. like, But
1: that could not be a normal question. It
2: couldn't be, in, because I am a boy with nails, and it could be like, she, I don't. She didn't want me to think she's making fun of me or anything. Like mm-hmm. she was generally like. Oh no, that. for real. I want to know because they look great. And this I world like, is maybe. so
1: complicated.
2: It is very complicated. But you know what's not complicated? Us here at Pride the Podcast.
1: No, I would have to argue that <laughs> it's probably
2: <laughs> the most complicated. No, we, 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 we're a little trash. Listen, guys. But this
1: has been a good chat, though.
2: Yes, it has been. Mm-hmm. Nice. Those chats are important to have. So um, if you have any more questions or comments to add to this chat, please give us a call at 844-25-PRIDE. 255-
4: Yes. <laughs> and you can
2: also um, hit us in the Gmail at pride the series at gmail.com. Slide into our DMs at pride the series, wherever it's at. Um, it's been great talking to you guys. You can find me online at I am Durrell Anthony Instagram, Durrell Anthony on everything else. And Venmo me at Durrell Anthony and cash at me at BDA money, M U N E Y.
3: And you can find your boy Boxwine Boppy with a zero on Instagram and Twitter. Um, You can Venmo me at Adam A. Rios. Oh, yeah. Side note, my um, Twitter is not safe for work. So thanks. Again,
1: I think we know. I'm Mr. Braden Bradley, and you can just Google me. Cool.
2: You might see some, you know, court ordered
0: stuff. You will see shit. Mm -hmm. Not court orders. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Ashley Mitchell, and you can find me at Ashley Aaron M on all social medias. And you know what? Don't Venmo me this week. Get <laughs> yourself something nice for Christmas. Is
1: there a charity, Ashley, that you would like the listeners to Venmo on your behalf?
0: I mean, I think there's so many out there. Any um, ones to do with Black Lives Matter, anything like that, are great charities. Um, cancer charities. Uh, what's the what's animal the rights? Jews? Right. Animal rights. I was like, Angel you, Tree. LGBT. hmm.
3: Perfect. Mm -hmm. Love that. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Y'all be safe out there with this corona. Happy holidays.
0: Happy.
1: Put a mask on your tree. Wash your
3: ass (laughs) and hands. Bye.
1: Bye.
0: Bye. Bye.